You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Cupra. Welcome to Line Noise. On today's show, we're joined by Nicolette, who is one of the very best vocalists in electronic music and a brilliant producer and lyricist to boot. Uh, her debut album, Now Is Early, was one of the first jungle albums, combining hardcore with jazz, soul, and so much more. Uh, she recorded vocals for two Massive Attack songs on their second album, Protection, and her second solo album, Let No One Live Rent-Free in Your Head, is an utter lost classic. Uh, she has a new album, The Infinitive, coming out soon, and she joined us to talk torch songs, jungle, anarchy, and much more. Well, it's really nice. It's really nice to speak to you to you today. Um, I've, I've followed I've followed your music for for ages. I mean, you know, since um, since the early '90s, certainly, and I've always been a big fan. So it's really, you know, it's really really great to speak to you. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted, to, if you don't mind, to sort of go right back to the start. Um, mm-hmm. And your first single came out in 1990, right? Yes. How, how did that come about? Uh, well, I was I was living in Cardiff just before then. I moved to London, you know, in 1990 because um, I wanted to get a record deal because I was like just doing kind of the odd gigs here and there in the Cardiff, and um, I knew I wanted to, you know, kind of get a record deal and get my stuff out more and do some something different. So I um, so I moved to London, and then I just um, was asking around, you know, basically, does anyone know of anywhere I can get a record deal? And then someone just said, you know, there's this. A group called Shut Up and Dance. And they're doing like um, auditions and stuff, and uh, and I'd said to myself, you know, I really want to do um, music that's. Um, I wanted to do some of the music that I was hearing, you know, kind of the electronic dance music I was hearing, but I also wanted to, like it to have a hip hop influence. But I didn't know how this was going to happen, so I was just kind of like, well, I'll just see what I can get. And someone else said they were having auditions, and I was like. Uh, I didn't even know who they were. I mean, I'd heard their music because I was a big raver and stuff, and um, but I didn't know it was them, you know. So um, when I got there, they just kind of like um, I didn't think I'd, you know, get get it or anything. But my friend was just like, well, "Just go, just go." <laughs> so I just went, and um, they just put like um, this. Uh, they just played some tracks, and uh, I just kind of uh, improvised over them, and um, and that was it. Did you? in any way try to adjust what you did to be more like ravey or more electronic or no <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to do that I mean that's the kind of, that's the thing I'm I'm so like um deficient in that kind of what I don't know that kind of gene or tendency I have no I've no idea how to do that kind of thing so I just did what I was doing and uh, that's what happened. <laughs> and I, that's why I still do. And whether people like it or not, I just like, you know, just keep my fingers crossed. But it's really, uh, I just did, I just did, you know, what I, what I knew what was coming through, really. So, yeah. And Now Is Early, which was your, your first album, is beautifully unusual um, because it's kind of, I've heard it described as basically torch songs meets hardcore, which is really kind of unusual. I mean, how did you, how did you get, to that sound I didn't really think about it I just I just did what was what was in, in my in my my mind my, my my being my heart I don't know what and then you know my, I mean I was very I, I really didn't think about my process at all I just did what, whatever um 
felt right, you know. So um, that was just my mode of expression at that time, you know. There's, I don't know what that means. Torch song, you know, <laughs> means hardcore, but <laughs> I know I love the hardcore sound, and I, lo- I love break beats at that time as well. I was really into to, to hip hop and stuff at that time, and um, but I also wanted to do electronic music because I wanted to do something that was, um, that you know, that I wanted to participate in this new sound that was kind of emerging and stuff, and. So it was perfect, even though I didn't realize, you know how you just kind of wish for something and then you don't really think about it and then it happens sort of, but you're not in a way, you're so like not aware. <laughs> so I just like, I was just doing, I was just doing, I was just really doing what came to me and what felt, you know, and and um, and what I was lucky because shut the boys from Shut Up and Dance, uh, Smiley and PJ were really like approved of my, it was a good start, you know, because like if I'd gone into a situation where they were like, no, this isn't right or this, you know, this, you can't do this, then I would have been, I would have been really uncomfortable. I wouldn't have known how to, how to uh, you know, but they gave me like, they were really approving of my expression and they gave me like, you know, creative license, if you like, and stuff. And that was really good to start that way. I call the career that way. I, I was looking back and I was trying to think if there was even uh any albums like that released at the time like I mean if people go back to you know what the first jungle or drum and bass or album is Mm. I can't think of any earlier than that well yeah no I mean my thing is that because I've always considered myself to be like uh, a pop artist and so I'm always like about the verse and chorus and the hooks and that kind of thing. And so I always, whatever I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I, I, I bring that sensibility to it because I'm, I'm all about the hooks, you know, uh, because I love hooks and I think they're important for songs. And um, so I think that that sensibility wasn't prevalent uh, then, or I don't know if it became prevalent later or at all, but um, I certain I don't I think that it what was different you know one of the things that was different apart from my voice but what and what one of the thing one, one of the other things that was different about um, what I was doing was that I was I was actually putting full songs into into dance music and stuff rather than um, you know one liners and stuff like that. Well, I was going to say one of the things I really really love about your music um, are the lyrics, and I'm I'm thinking I mean there's many examples, but for example, um, no government, which obviously on the first two albums mm. appears to be or, or something like a sort of ode to anarchy, which isn't something. No, it isn't. No, <laughs> no? What, what what is it about? I don't know. I mean, it's not definitely not. No, I don't even know what anarchy means. I mean, I'm not that informed, but um, I mean, I don't. You know, I mean, as, as a political movement or anything, like that, I have no idea. So I, you know, that, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not about that anyway. But definitely, it's about, um, it's, 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 it's basically about like self trust, you know, because we, mm. I think so. If there's any anarchy at all in anything that I do, it's just, it's just the, this, this um, kind of wanting to remind people that we, are, we have the, we are wise and powerful and beautiful, and ultimately, we should trust ourselves, you know, because I think society has in the past encouraged us to not to not do that and to not love ourselves not value ourselves and stuff and what I was saying I think one of the things I was saying in that song was really like if we valued ourselves and we trusted ourselves you know to that to to that point and we knew how powerful and amazing we are we wouldn't need to be told what to do or you know to have I mean it's not that we wouldn't have structures but they'd be much more um geared towards you know what was good for us you know it would be a whole different paradigm because we wouldn't look to other people to, to understand our truth or to tell us what the truth is because we'd know it because we all know it fundamentally inside of us 
So it was along something along those lines I was trying to say. Um, I think maybe the, the title No Government was just something that, um, I don't know, just maybe, you know, some, I was reading a book at that time and it had the words No Government in it or something. I think I was reading a book that Smiley's had and I was just, because when I'm in the studio, kind of like waiting for them to line up everything so I can sit. Well, in those days, I mean, now it's a bit different, but I just kind of like read or kind of like, you know, just try to occupy myself. And I think there was a book that Smiley had, which was, um, um, I can't remember what it was about really, but it, I think that it kind of inspired the title somewhere, somehow, because I can't remember exactly how. But it was really about, yeah, that, you know, that. It was that you can't, we have to, I mean, don't have to, I mean, obviously it's not obligatory, but to 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 create a society and 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 a, a life that 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 is, optimal for all of us you know all of us as people and, and individually we have to kind of get back to that place of like self-trust and, and self-appreciation and and and, and to, to, to trust our, our innate knowing basically you know which is a beautiful and powerful you work with massive attack as well on protection Yes. How did that come out? Did they just hear your records and, and like them? Or? Yeah, I think they heard. Yeah, basically that was it. Because uh, I was really surprised when they asked me to work with them because, I mean, our music was so different. We were in totally different spheres of music. You know, I mean, it's electronic, I guess. It's like the commonality there. But it was just so different. So they heard, I think, w Wicked Mathematics, my fourth single or some one of my, so I think it was Wicked Mathematics they heard. And, um, and they liked my voice. So they just asked me to kind of like... Um, you know, to, to do that, yeah, to, to to work with them on that album, yeah. And what was it like working with them? It was nice. It was um, it was very it was very different from working with Shut Up and Dance because with Shut Up and Dance it was like um because they were like signed to a major label and stuff, and so it was a whole different um you know uh, context. Uh, it was like really slow, you know, because in Shut Up and Dance, we Shut Up and Dance, like we go to the studio and work for like and finish finish a song in one day, you know. I mean, obviously it'd been written and everything, but you know, and but you know, it would be mixed, it'd be recorded and mixed in one day, and with with a massive attack was completely. I was like, when are we when are we going to finish recording these songs? It's like it's in the studio. I mean, I didn't mind it was, but it just felt really luxurious, you know, uh, compared to you know like thing with Shut Up and Dance and. Um, yeah, it was a different, it was a different, I mean, the process was similar because they just gave me backing tracks and told me to write stuff to it, to them. So which was, which is what Shut Up and Dance used to do. But, um, but yeah, it was, it felt very leisurely and, and very, um, and, and more luxurious, let's say. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at your catalogue on, on Discogs. Um, mm -hmm. And in 1993, there was a single called Stars uh, in my eyes, and it said oh, yeah. that was from an album called Luxury and Desires. Oh yeah, that album never happened. <laughs> there, was, there was like a period uh, between um, my what, first album and my, and my second. Oh well, between my first album and my working with Master, Master Tech, that uh, where I was, um, I was trying to find another record deal. I wasn't really sure what I wanted and how I was going to do it. So um, I had this. I I, I I I was looking for a concept for my next album and stuff. And um, I kind of like um, decided that it could be luxury and desires, just that that would encapsulate, you know, basically. I guess that was like, because I was feeling like poor at the time. 
and because I didn't have a record deal and I was like, oh, you know, what am I doing? And, um, and but I started writing just, I mean, as soon as I'm, even before I kind of like my, my I left uh, um, my deal with Massive Attack, uh, with Shut Up and Dance, I start, I was writing kind of new songs and stuff. And I was just trying to find a new voice for myself because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to kind of like just reach more people, but I didn't know kind of how, what I wanted to do to express myself. So I started writing songs and I got a deal, like a one, um, I got a, a couple of deals for like stars in my eyes, you know, and stuff. And then I realized that wasn't the direction I wanted to go in, even though, you know, I, you know, I was quite, I was, you know, I, I was happy with this. I mean, I liked the songs, let's say, but I wasn't, um, it wasn't the direction I wanted to go in at all. I wanted to do something completely different, like something a bit more, um, I don't know, left field or you know, um, angular, if you like. So I kind of let that go. And um, yeah, but then, you know, uh, Rough Trade kind of like put out a couple uh, the single and um, and obviously we got signed to another label as well. I say we because my manager kind of sorted it out for me, my then manager at the time. And, and then in 1996, um, you released what was your second album, Let No One Live Rent Free uh, in Your Head. Yeah. Um, for me, again, it, it seems um, like a very different experience because the first album was, I believe, all produced by Shut Up and Dance. On the second one, you you reached out to various different people. You produced some things yourself. There was Plaid and there uh, mm. For Hero and, and Alec Empire. Was that a conscious decision that like you wanted to do things with, with more people? Well, I'd love to say that my decisions are that conscious, but <laughs> they're really not. At the time, I was just kind of like thinking I was I was I was looking for a producer. But then I thought, well, then but then several were suggested to me. I mean, someone because I was just asking around. I, that's what I usually do when I haven't got a clue, basically. And uh, I just I was like, you know, what producers are. So someone suggested Plaid. And then they suggested other people as well. And I was like, well, I, I, can't, I kind of would like to work with all of them, <laughs> you know. So I just kind of like did stuff with them. And then, you know, it turned out Felix, I already knew we were going to do some stuff together anyway. So we'd already done that. And um, who else was on there? Uh, Alex. Yeah, Alex. I'd, I mean, I had heard his stuff, like his Atari Teenage Riot stuff. And I was like, I really, really want to work with this guy. He's amazing. I was really and I, I was really and still am into kind of like really hardcore techno. And um, at that time, I really wanted to do to do stuff, even though uh, some people were like, that's not advisable. <laughs> but I love the contrast of my voice, which is quite soft. And and, um, and my energy is quite soft in a way. But with, um, with you know, with with uh, with hardcore stuff, I just think it's beautiful. I always thought that was the most that was kind of the boldest choice on that, because um, it worked really, really well. But I think there's I think I was got the impression it could not have worked, if you see what I mean. I mean, it did, but like it seemed like very, as you said, two very different things. Mm. Well, you know, I don't really mind, you know, whether it works or not. You know, I just have to do it if I feel like it. And then if it works, it's all good. And if it doesn't work, it's it's all good. It's not the end of the world either. <laughs> and I don't even know what that means if it works, you know, because um you know, some people will just hate it anyway. There's a friend of mine who just still hates the, those songs till, till today. <laughs> and that's okay, you know, but, um, but you know, it's really, uh, uh, I, I guess, you know, for me, if, if it works for me, then then that, that's, that's really kind of like where, I, I mean, obviously I want, I want people to, to feel them as well. You know, I really want people to feel my music really more than think about what it's, 
you know how it's made or you know what you know what it what it's how it you know what it's composed of or anything like that I just want I want people to just kind of like, oh just like you know just feel it what, what emotion do you want to provoke um um well I, I, I'm not thinking of provoking particular emotions but I want people to take whatever they need from it, like something wholesome, you know, something really wholesome that's going to kind of like feed them, feed their soul, you know, in some kind of way, heal them or help them or whatever they need, you know, basically just like to, to for them to know, you know, just get to, to, to get that knowing of themselves, you know, that, that feeling that, that they really know who they are and that, you know, and how, how their own worth and beauty. So um, whatever it is that they need from it, you know, some stuff, some people have said, told me that they listened to my music and got really happy and I was like okay great and some people said well you know it helped me through periods of like you know depression and I'm like, great you know so whatever it is I'm I'm, I'm down it's, it's good. I always thought well I know I didn't always think but I was recently thinking about that that album and it in many ways it seems to me to be a very modern album mm-hmm. um, and Particularly, well, in many in way in many ways, but the title as well. Like it's something you hear a lot of people saying, talking about people living rent free in your head. How how do you think it has aged? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's. I mean, for me, because I always think of an, an album or any kind of piece of music that I do, or any any music at all. That really, I mean, I, I assume other other musicians are the same as a just a, a piece a timeless piece a statement of something you know so I never think of it as aging or not really it's just there <laughs> like I don't know what, whatever else you want to compare it to I mean you know because music's a vibration but um uh what was your question again <laughs> how how do you feel when you look back on it now I think um uh well I don't know because it's it, it's I mean it it's that it's it's um well because um I'm so different now than than I was when I did it you know so it's just it seems like um um it's it it doesn't seem to be like a part of me anymore if you like right yeah so it's it seems like something that I did but it's like you know something that is just an entity on its own really And then in 1997, there was the DJ Kicks. Yeah. Am I right in saying, and excuse me if I'm wrong, but you 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 weren't particularly a DJ at the time, right? I wasn't a DJ at all, you know. <laughs> and so they asked me, well, Stefan, uh, who was working with the K7 at the time, who was like, um, I think the label head or something, he was like, he was he he asked me um to do because he t- I knew about them and stuff but I just didn't I didn't really you know think about them other than you know just the records and stuff that were coming out um and he asked me to do it and I was like okay why not but then I had to learn to DJ so I had to <laughs> so a friend of mine who was already DJing kind of taught me how to use decks and stuff not because of the records so much because of, of because afterwards they I got offers to DJ and stuff and so I had to know how to do it so and then I just love I fell in love with DJing I just love it but um because it's like it's so like making yeah well it's the same thing as well it's not exactly the same but it's, it's, it's I don't know it's 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 so creative it's and it's so and then, then you can really affect people's um 
you know, being with DJing, you know, which I hadn't really thought about, you know. I mean, I love dancing anyway, so that's another thing. But, yeah, I really didn't expect um, to do it. I just kind of, again, I just took it, took the idea and ran with it in my own way. And, uh, and then uh, that's what happened. I started DJing. Do you still DJ? Do you still dance? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. I still dance, yeah. <laughs> and I still do, although I haven't DJed for a couple of years, actually, to be honest, but... Um, uh, I still dance, yeah, and I still do. Yeah, I mean, I still go. I mean, I haven't been clubbing for two years, but obviously, no one has. But um, I still, yeah, I still go out and do stuff like. That. I'm usually the oldest person there, but I don't care. <laughs> um, and then in 1999, you set up Early Records. Why did you yeah. decide to set up your own label? Was it quite liberating to do? Or? It was. I mean, well, the idea was more liberating. I think after when I, when I came face to face with the reality of it, I was like, oh, this is fucking difficult. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um but I I well basically what it was is is because I mean I was signed to a major label at that time and um even though it was a really good record deal you know in terms of uh, it was it I still felt it was just the situation was too corporate you know in the sense that you know I just felt that I was losing something you know f- f- losing something of myself you know and that wasn't anybody's fault but mine but uh, but at the end of the day it just I, I, after a while I just got really uncomfortable and I was signed for six albums and I just didn't want to continue down that road and I didn't know what I wanted to do but I thought what I'd like to do really is create an entity that has um that I would feel comfortable kind of like working in you know and I don't know if I've succeeded yet, you know, even though it's been a while, because um, um, I didn't know what I was taking on, really. And it's, I've already started to just started to understand, you know, kind of like the um, the responsibility of it, you know, and what, what it should be, actually. You know, it took me a while to because when I, when I first started, I was struggling. Also, I was really like I was quite sad, you know, at first because I'd left my record deal and um, I felt as if I'd failed in a way, even because I didn't hadn't hadn't stayed in that situation, and because it'd been something that I'd really wanted, and then I didn't like it when I got there, and so on and so forth. And so I thought, what's wrong with me? Everything you know, I want, I get it, and then I don't actually. And then then when I get there, it's kind of like uh, it doesn't feel you know right. And so I was like really hard on myself for quite a while, and then I was struggling to to kind of do this record, you know, run this record company and stuff, which um, was quite. Um, it was quite difficult. Um, but then I forget I forgot your question again. Oh, just was it liberating to be to be it on- was. Yeah, it was. It was it was it was liberating to um and when I think about it now, it's actually very liberating. But I, I think at the time it, the idea was liberating, and now I feel as if it was liberating because I liberated myself from this idea that things have to be done in a certain way. And um, and also, you know, I put out stuff through, you know, through it and I, I created an entity, you know, basically uh, I did something quite amazing without actually realizing what I was doing because I didn't really kind of value myself as much as I do now. Well, I, th- I think this is something for me that, that's marked everything you've done, a sort of search for like freedom and, and liberty and, and basically doing things your own way. Um, you know, be it changing musical genres and be it, or, you, you know, th- there's a real kind of freedom to your work, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think freedom is very important to me and freedom for, for everybody is really important to me as well. You know, I think because I think that that's um, that's our nature. And um, for me, it's all about, you know, we 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 need to I mean, we, we just need to live our true nature, you know, and our true nature is freedom. And um, 
so everything that I, I feel or see that that sort of like artificially binds us basically I think well well not everything but I mean with, within my sphere within my my lane if you like I, I think well how can well, how can I I don't really think about it you know in a structured way I, I do now more because I, I feel oh, I don't know maybe just because I've matured and stuff but um, so I, there's more structure to the to how I do things but I I, I always think you know how can how can I create something that kind of like that that um, that doesn't but that doesn't believe in this nonsense you know that there's something that is more is is more akin to the truth that's like all this kind of like surface living you know I'm all for it but there's the truth is like just a, a crack away underneath you know and it's like you know just we 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 can't really be happy or feel fulfilled or anything unless we are living our truth and living the truth and stuff and. Um, you know, I think one of the fundamental fundamental truths about ourselves is that we're we're free. You know, and we we ought to live freely. And that doesn't mean necessarily kind of like like being uh, doing anything aggressive or even rebellious. It, but it well, it can be quietly rebellious. But it, it means definitely making choices um, that don't necessarily um, um, conform to. Um, the consensus, you know, the consensus, um, you know, the mo mostly the consensus has been fed to us, you know. <laughs> it, and when we, if we, if we, if we, if we stop and think about it, we'll find that a lot of it is just conventions, you know, and not really anything to do with um, anything true or, or good for nourishing. Um, tell us about Life Loves Us, which is your third album. That is a really remarkable record. It's again a very free record, I would say. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> um, well, I've been trying to make an album for ages because I was trying to run the label as well. I, um, I, I mean, I did have people help every now and again. I'd get, you know, and I didn't do any marketing or anything like that myself because um, I'm shit at it, and I had no idea how to do it. But, um, but I, I've been trying to do that album for a really long time. And um, I'd, I'd just been, you know, kind of like putting out a single here and there and stuff. Again, I was just trying to find my way kind of artistically after kind of leaving, you know, the, the paradigm that I'd been in, you know, and kind of the cocoon I'd been in, you know, with uh, Talking Loud and stuff, which where um, there were so many people, you know, basically that were kind of looking after me and kind of taking care of my needs and stuff. And so... Um, with um, Life Loves Us, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I had a bunch of like songs that just started to um, um, appear. It was really like the music, I mean, for the first time, really, the music started, started to appear first or, or appear around the, the lyrics and stuff. And I was like, I mean, the backing tracks, when I say the music, I mean the, black, the backing tracks. And... Um, I just really, I don't know what happened, but I just really wanted to play with the equipment and to play with the sounds. I had, I had like DAT, in those days we had DAT, I don't even know if anyone knows what DATs are nowadays, but I had like DATs full of like just odd noises that I'd gathered from friends or from studio, you know, from, from studio sessions where, you know, you just hear an odd squeak or hear an odd um, thump and just think, oh, I love that sound. I just love to play with noises. And I thought, I'm just, I'm really going to just try and use as many as these no of these noises and, and sounds as I can and effects you know I had like these um effects racks and all sorts of things I had um because then I had my own studio and then I had all these um uh, um equipment um, or I had all this uh, equipment that I'd borrowed from friends and stuff like that as well so I just started using without really knowing what was going to come of it and stuff but just just seeing you know just really 
mm, just playing with it and stuff. And I think over time and stuff, you know, because the last few songs that I did, I was like, well, if I, if I could start again, I would produce them like this, but I can't, I can't now. <laughs> so you can tell the difference if you listen carefully, you can see like some of them like a better produced than others. And that's because I was learning to produce as I went along, really. And when I got to the end, I was like, okay, this is how, it's not so much like a standard of production, it was more like this is how I want it to sound, you know, basically. And I didn't really get that till the end. So... But it's also a very, it feels to me like a very personal record. Like your, your mum and dad are on it, is that right? Oh my, no, my dad, well, one of my dad's songs is on it because my dad lived my dad lived in Nigeria at the time, so I couldn't actually get into, but also, yeah. yeah. So, um, but my my mum's on it. Yeah, she was like speaking our language, which is Igbo. And um, yeah, I wanted, I, because it was a set, there was a very much a sense of, for that album, it was a sense of, people have different friends are on it speaking different languages you know it's it's all and I wanted to tie together this idea of like the oneness uh, with of of many <laughs> how we're all one you know and stuff and how everything is like just part of this big oneness and this part of like this tapestry of community you know so there was there was that idea and um that you know, because I was I'm bicultural in the sense of you know, kind of I've been brought up in two different cultures. That gave me a really strong sense of you know, there's all these like really interesting differences between people that like, culturally and you know, and so on. But fundamentally, we're all exactly the same. You know, this, we're all exactly the same, and these differences are really really interesting and colourful and sweet, but very very artificial. And I would even go as far as to say that with animals and plants as well. You know. So, um, um, so yeah, so that, that, that idea of kind of really informed the album as well. It was really kind of to create this, um, this, this feeling of, of, yeah, of the wholeness of things. On the quest of a wave, on top of the world. Do they like your music or do, did they like your music, your mum and dad? Uh, I don't really know, because um, I don't know, I don't, I've never really asked them. <laughs> I just assumed that they did. <laughs> I really think, but they never actually. I think said that's it. a good assumption. Yeah, but they never actually said that they liked it or not. And I just, I just assumed that they did, and it didn't really matter to me whether they did or not. I mean, they weren't very happy that I was, I became a musician at first, you know, because I mean, which I understand, because I was, I was really broke at first, and I was really, really not um, secure. But yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the short answer is I don't, I don't know, but hopefully they do. And you've got a new album coming soon, right? Yeah, I've got a new album coming this year and later this year. And um, yeah, that's been a long time coming as well. <laughs> yeah, so that one was, but that one is called uh, The Infinitive and it was supposed to come out in 19, um, sorry, 19, uh, 2016. Wow. It didn't. So, um, so I've been trying to kind of like um, um, get it out since then. Yeah. And what can we expect from it? So you don't want to give it all away, but <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's it's you know kind of like people here, anyways. It's it's um it's well, this mm, it's uh, well, it, it um technically speaking, it's mostly a mixture of um kind of like um up, upbeat electronica with live instruments. There's a ton of live instruments on it. There's some orchestral stuff on it as well. And there's um, there's lots of like I mean I got I, I worked with like um, 
musicians from all over the world with different in- different kinds of instruments. So there's like some of the songs are quite odd, and some of them are more like conventional in the in the structure. Um, there's lots of layers of vocals in a lot of them, like you know, and and then then there's a, then there's a couple that are really simple, just like just vocals and one instrument, and um, but um, and then yeah, but in general they're. Um, in general, there's a lot of like bouncy electronica with um, you know, drum and bass tinged or kind of like, you know, sort of techno tinged um, stuff with, um, with with lots of layers of live instruments. And some of the live instruments are quite odd as well. Um, and then lots of layers of vocals. And I don't know how you'd call it because I mean, I, you know, it's it's a different again, it's a different sound. It's different from my last song, it's different from my second and my first. And it's, um, the only commonality I think is, um, you know, the quirkiness I bring to it. I guess if you want to call it that. I mean, I only call it that because I can't think of any other word. Um, yeah. And um, and my voice, which is still the same, except I sing a bit higher now. Look, looking back on everything you've you've done, um, yeah. is is there one thing you're most proud of? Um, I, I think I'm, I'm most proud of for, for my, like um, for myself is, is my third album because because um, the more I, I went along with with my albums and music, the more the, um, I, I I felt closer to my self expression, you know. And so sometimes it's it, it kind of like it would take me a while to kind of find my my self expression. But I always, but the more the more work I've done, the more I've become close to kind of what I'm, I'm trying to do, you know, and hopefully by the time I die, I'd have kind of like come as close as I can possibly. <laughs> but, um, you know, so that's why I'm excited about this one. That's how I'm always excited about the, the next one, because it's like it's much closer to what I'm trying to express, um, which I couldn't I couldn't put a word to or a description to. But there's something that's just sitting in my belly that kind of like just wants to you know, express itself completely and I get closer and closer to it. I haven't got completely to it yet, but I've got, I'm getting closer every time I do something and make put an album out. So the albums really are the, are the expression of me and this, the, any singles and EPs and stuff around it are kind of just kind of like pointing to something, you know, that um, is going to be fully expressed in the albums. And very last thing I want to ask is um, sort of similar, but if there was one song to play to kind of sum up to people what what you did you know if you had to explain to a I don't know passerby in the street what it what what it was you did what what song or what it, you do sorry what what song would it be? Oh, I don't know. I mean, because this you know there's so so much and partly and also partly because I've done like quite a bit with other people as well and I really want to include that as well because I really feel that that they, those gave me you know, opportunities to express myself in different ways. But um, the first thing that came to my mind, the first song that came to my mind was Dove Song, because I don't know why so many people love that song, you know, because I didn't really think about it at all. But it's just something that it's just kind of like grabbed so many people for some for reasons that I don't quite understand. So I would nominate that one just because it had this pull. It had it had this pull that I you didn't really expect in it because it, it's kind of it's quite angular, you know, and also but also um, sweet, you know. So I think uh, that kind of you know is is one of the things. And I, I like the fact that you know it's a song that 
I the, the song that I la- least expected people to, to to like was the one that actually people kind of latched onto. So um, that's exactly what for me being musicians about, you know, <laughs> expressing yourself fully and not caring whether people like it and then they do. That's like brilliant. I love that. It just fills my heart.